welcome to Embrace Live Thrive, a podcast to encourage women that depression and anxiety are not normal parts of motherhood. To realize that taking care of yourself is important and you, mom, are worthy of care, and that is the best way to care for your family. Join me as we talk through issues in mental, social, nutritional, physical health, and so much more. Now is the time to start talking and admit that motherhood is the hardest thing we have ever done, but also the most rewarding. I hope you were able to listen as I tell you that it is okay to not be okay, but what is not okay is to stay there. I hope to equip you with tools, tips, resources to help get you through some of life's most exhausting moments. And at the end of the day, realize that you are the best mom out there for your family. Hey guys, it's Dr. Sarah Meyer, and today I had the pleasure of talking with Dr. Lindsay Langendorf, a local chiropractor who specializes in care for women and families. We talk about one of the hardest topics there is, infertility. Lindsay had her own loss and struggled understanding what was going on. She decided to empower herself with knowledge and understand more about what was going on with her body and finding the providers that helped serve her the best. She ultimately discovered how she had a generic variation, MTHFR, and that increased her susceptibility for miscarriage. Lindsay is passionate about supporting couples in their fertility journey and knows that it has to be a holistic approach to serve that journey the best. Please check out the show notes and find her link for her free pre-qualification link to discuss fertility, preconception options, or pregnancy care. Stay up to date with what's going on with Embrace Live Thrive by checking out our website and also check out our support page for ways to become involved. I know you're going to feel encouraged and empowered after listening to this incredible conversation. Here's Lindsay. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening in today. I have another fantastic conversation headed your way. We're going to talk about how chiropractic care can support and help an individual struggling with infertility. So a very difficult topic, but a very important topic to discuss and talk about and really bring awareness. So I'm really excited. Dr. Lindsay is coming on here today. She, I have had the opportunity to meet through various connections. She is an absolute gem of an individual. And I think you're just going to really love everything she has to say today. So Dr. Lindsay, if you would take a second and just introduce yourself and your family, and then we'll get going. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you for that warm welcome. That was so so special. Um, (laughs) So I'm Dr. Lindsay Langendorf. I have been married to my husband five years this fall. And then I, we have a daughter that is going to be turning two here soon. And her name is Ella. And then we have a golden retriever. His name is Halpert. Um, Oh, adorable. He's named after Jim Halpert on the office. We're big office fans. So Yes, he's our first baby. <laughs> Hilarious, and I love it so much. He has right. many aliases, too. <laughs> so funny. Okay, tell us about your business. I am a chiropractor for vital performance, health, and wellness. And my specialty, like you mentioned, is definitely women's health, fertility, and pregnancy, all things babies. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So today we'll really focus in and we'll get to that here in a minute on that specific topic, but let's start with your journey, just even into chiropractic care and specializing in women's health. What inspired you on your journey? My journey to chiropractic was really long, but I've, I've always seen a chiropractor since I was little and Mm -hmm. he inspired me to go off to chiropractic school. So when I started, I thought that 
maybe sports because that's how I got into chiropractic Uh or kids were really going to be my specialty because I love working with kids and I still get to work with kids. But once I got out into the world and started practicing and we decided to start a family, I got pregnant pretty quickly. And then I also miscarried pretty quickly. Yeah. And that journey really kind of led me into finding more information about women's health and pregnancy and miscarriage and trying to conceive and infertility because we had that struggle and Mm -hmm. no one could really give us any answers. And the most frustrating part for me was, of course, it was, it was awful to go through that. We were, it was very hard time for us and for our family that knew that early on that I was pregnant, but the providers that I was seeing just shrugged their shoulders at me and were like, yeah, it happens. And they're like, if it keeps happening, you know, maybe we'll look into some testing or something. And I just thought, no, like, (laughs) why would you make another person go through this multiple times before you start looking for answers? And so being a doctor myself, I was like, no, that doesn't work for me. So I started digging and researching myself and trying to find out more information and really studying how our bodies work, even Mm -hmm. beyond what I already knew from school. Right. And what I love about what you were just talking about is that you were your biggest advocate. Sometimes very traditionally, we will get caught up in this loop of, well, that's what the doctor said, or the doctor says, I have to wait this long before I address potential Mm -hmm. infertility, or I have to wait this long before I can do X, Y, Z. And in reality, you know, your body. And you know, Mm -hmm. something's not right. You know what your timeline is. And if that doesn't suit you or serve what you're trying to accomplish, it's about being able to find the providers that you need that meet your needs Absolutely, being that advocate. I feel like that's really hard for a lot of people because that's what they're used to. I mean, who are you to challenge what they're saying to you? You feel Mm -hmm. very much like here I am sitting on this, this uncomfortable bed in a very thin gown and no underwear. They're telling me that this is not an option (laughs) to do this naturally or at all. And I just have to do the next step because we have to, we have to do it now. Mm -hmm. And everyone feels like this kind of anxiety and panic that like, this is what they said. This is Mm -hmm. the only way. And we have to do it now. So Mm -hmm. my goal is to really educate people on a different way and a different path, especially if that's the route they want to go. Right. And As far as your journey with infertility, what were the resources that helped you the best to really help regulate and figure out your journey? So when I miscarried, I really was surprised because I had had a very consistent cycle, which Mm -hmm. isn't usually the case with that kind of stuff. So I started digging into different types of blood markers that could increase your chances of miscarriage or Mm -hmm. frequency. I started looking at dietary things we could do to really support your body at different phases Mm -hmm. during your cycle. And after a lot of work, I did get someone to actually call me in a a prescription for a test, or I guess you shouldn't call it a prescription, was able to order a test for Uh me to get blood work done to see if I had MTHFR. Uh And we did. And we had the marker that made you more susceptible to miscarriage Mm -hmm. and birth defects, which our daughter, after we found this out, was born with a birth defect. She had a heart Mm -hmm. defect. I think if we had known that ahead of time, I could have taken a different supplement and maybe prevent, I mean, we'll never know, but maybe could have prevented her from having that. Yeah. 
And again, it goes back to just being your own advocate. And Mm -hmm. if you guys want to know more about the MTHFR, I have a podcast. I will have to look up the episode and put it in the show notes um, that talks more specifically about that particular genetic um, variation because it is very commonly um, found in women. Is it 50%? Or is it yeah, high? it's a pretty high number. I it's want to a say fairly high percentage of women that have this variation, but very often its biggest hallmarks are depression, anxiety, but also infertility, but you don't realize it until you go to start having children. And they, again, won't investigate it until you start having multiple losses. Again, it goes back to just awareness and being able to do the best for your body. Right. And that's the reason I had such a hard time finding a provider that would get that test for me. So I could go ahead and get the blood work because I couldn't Mm -hmm. call it for myself. And Mm -hmm. it had to be a provider of mine. I had to be under care with them. And it wasn't covered by insurance. And I had only had one miscarriage. And they were saying, well, there wasn't enough to support it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it it really took a lot of digging. And I was able to find a holistic, or well, a nurse practitioner that also agreed that we needed to do that. And absolutely. She was was right. I had it. (laughs) Gotcha. And now that has driven your own passion to help women who are struggling with similar things. Yeah. So looking at your motherhood journey, I mean, we know that the road was hard getting to your motherhood journey. Talk to us how now having an almost two-year-old, how has being a mother shaped you and changed who you are today? Well, it definitely has changed how I interact with my patients. I, I see these couples coming in and you can see the communication between them as they're both struggling to get pregnant, just coming from that place and knowing that, and then having a kid as they get pregnant, knowing different areas of their body that aches and knowing that most of the time when a mom comes in, they're like, I'm fine. Everything's fine Mm -hmm. because they suppress their own needs (laughs) because they're busy taking care of everyone else. So you really kind of have to coax out what's going on or be very intuitive (laughs) with what's going on and what they're seeing with their body. Because a lot of times they will forget or put themselves in the back burner because it's just not as important. Tell us, how does chiropractic care specifically support women with infertility? So that's a great question because most people don't think of a chiropractor for infertility. Absolutely, yeah. But chiropractic is definitely the core of our infertility and preconception program, but Mm -hmm. it's not the only component but it's the core because of what it does for the body. It Mm -hmm. makes sure your nervous system is functioning at its highest potential. And that's important because that's how your brain communicates with the rest of your body so that it can go on to do the functions that you have to do Mm -hmm. on a daily basis. But also specifically for infertility, we have to make sure that all of those cascades are happening to make sure you just have a normal cycle as a woman Mm -hmm. alone, get pregnant. Mm -hmm. So uh, making sure the hormones are coming out at the right time, the right amounts, making sure that, you know, different muscles and parts of your reproductive system are functioning as they should. And then of course, being able to actually physically do the act of of conceiving and and intercourse to get pregnant. Right. Um, But the great thing about our program is it's not just for women. We actually encourage both partners to be in the program and the supplements and stuff like that are not tailored just to women. It's for anyone. Mm -hmm. Um, The goal is to ultimately just get you as healthy as you can be. So your body is supported and healthy enough 
to get pregnant and support another life or multiple because mm-hmm. that's not unheard of with the with the program is twins or triplets happening um, right. which is shocking for some people that are told they'll never get pregnant on their own yeah. and then they're pregnant with twins and they just can't believe it their world yeah. went from none to several and <laughs> but yeah. that's great and those are the couples that usually see the best results the fastest are the ones that do it together uh-huh because it takes a lot of the pressure off mom right, or mom to be, and mm-hmm. it makes it like a support thing. They have, they have each other to lean on. They have that accountability and then they're both getting healthy together. And it, it makes it a, an, I think a nicer thing, but also it really helps. You see these moms don't have much morning sickness. They, they have like that dream pregnancy that everybody wants right? and it's because they're both healthy together because it takes two people to make a baby last time yes. I checked. Yeah. <laughs> so we want dad to be healthy too. <laughs> Absolutely. And that health goes even further in the sense of when you are looking at health in a relationship, communication is a big deal. So if you guys are communicating about your health concerns and connecting and driving that intimacy Intimacy is so important in relationships and being able to connect at that deeper level with your significant other is what's going to drive some of your health and the health of a pregnancy too. I'm glad you said that because that's something else we also see with our, with our couples coming in that actually the part of having sex becomes such a scheduled, like a chore it no longer is, is fun for them. It no longer is that intimate time of passion. It's just, Mm -hmm. we have a 24 hour window. We got to get done. We have to do this, this, and this. Yeah. And it becomes a lot of anxiety Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it it can create, like you said, a miscommunication or a lack of communication either because maybe the guy's a little afraid to say anything because he doesn't want to hurt their feelings because they've gone through a rough time usually. Mm-hmm. It, it helps when they're doing the program together. We really focus on supporting each other as a couple, creating that community of resources for mm-hmm. them while giving them the tools they need to get healthier together and build yeah. their family. So this is not something that I talk about very often, but we actually had to have fertility for our first three pregnancies. And you know, you're talking about communication. My husband, who can be a pest, would tease. He's like, I don't even have to be nice to you because I know when I'm having sex and when I'm not having sex. (laughs) And I'm like, you are such a jerk. But that being said, I mean, that's a real issue. There's no spontaneity. There's no, especially when you're on some of those, it's very rigid and structured when you can and you can't. Yeah. The lingerie is gone. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's all out the window. Even in these steps, fertility and having to have some of this structure, still trying to focus on the intimacy where you can. And that connection is so important. Mm -hmm. So stay communicating. Cause I feel like a lot of times no one wants to hurt each other's feelings. They don't want to say the wrong thing and upset someone even within their, their unit, their couple, their partnership, um, let alone other people. So that kind of starts to break down. They want to talk about it or it becomes of like, this is all we talk about. I don't want to talk about how I'm feeling about it. Cause that's Mm -hmm. just going to lead to a big conversation. I don't want to have, or don't have time for. So make sure that they are checking in with each other (laughs) is huge. Yeah. And one thing I want to go back to and address that you talked at the very, very start that Mm -hmm. you as a chiropractor may not even 
to an extent realize the distinction that I'm going to make is people often will only associate chiropractic care with pain. Mm -hmm. So I have this pain, my back hurts, obviously is the easiest one to to refer to my back hurts. Therefore I must go to the chiropractor when in reality, chiropractic care is about maintaining a healthy nervous system and making sure that your system is aligned and functioning properly throughout the system. And not just because my back hurts or my right hip hurts or whatever the the circumstance may be. So Mm -hmm. really understanding that chiropractic care is more of that holistic approach of the body, as opposed to really targeting one specific injury. Now it can be used for that. I'm not saying it's exclusive and can't be, but it's, there's a bigger picture of what chiropractic care and chiropractic care for infertility is looking at. Yeah. And I'm only one of three docs in our space. So we definitely see people for the traditional back pain or injury or sports injury, but that's where I come in is just look at things different. And we treat things that people wouldn't normally think of the chiropractor for, like you said, beyond fertility, but mm-hmm. we look at a patient as a whole person and tie back some things we're seeing to whatever is going on with them. So in, in the world of fertility, we may talk about some aches and pains that they also are having, but didn't think related to what's going on with their fertility or their cycle or some deficiencies in their diet or mm-hmm. changes to their bowel movements that they may have noticed, but didn't think had anything to do with that. And we kind of walk you through the different ways that that relates back to what's going on and how either the program can really benefit that or some other options that they yeah. can try. Awesome. That is so informative and so helpful for <laughs> the woman that's listening mm-hmm. who's struggling with infertility. And, and we know how devastating that can be. What is your best advice or encouragement for that woman who's listening and struggling? Sure. I guess the best advice I can give is to educate and advocate for yourself. I didn't like the options that were or lack thereof (laughs) when I spoke to my provider and being a doctor, I knew that there was other options, more holistic options. I feel there are others that I could talk to. So I did that. So I I want people to feel empowered that you don't like the options you're being given. If you don't want to go the traditional route of fertility, educate yourself on the different options, reach out to me or anyone else in your area. That's a holistic provider and see if they know someone or know something else you can try or look at or research, learn more about your body, especially if that's something that you really like. That's me. I wanted to know everything and and why and how, and reach out to us. Uh, We have a free pre-qualification call. You can get on there, talk with me about what's going on in your health, think different things you've tried, other things that are goals for you, whether it's fertility, getting pregnant, or just having a normal cycle or anything like that. And then you can kind of see, are we a good fit for you? Do we have someone else that we think you should see? Because we're trying to build that community of providers to support not only our patients, but other people we run into. They have something going on that we can't help them with. I want to be able to say, but we know so-and-so and and they are the person for you and they can help you. So education, advocating for yourself. Don't feel like you're tied to whatever the first choice is. Get a second opinion, at least. If you don't have a connection with the person you're working with, there Mm -hmm. are so many other providers out there. Keep, keep looking. Yes. The right provider 
is out there for you. And that doesn't mean the provider you're with is bad or wrong. They may just not be the the best fit for you. Don't Mm -hmm. settle because somebody else had a great experience with them. If it's not a right fit for you, continue to search and find that right fit because there's just such a wealth of resources out there now. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it takes a little work to keep, keep going and keep finding that, that right one. Yeah, absolutely. If people are listening today and want to connect with you and find you, what are some of the best ways for them to find you? Of course, we have a Facebook page called Vital Performance Health and Wellness. You can look us up through there, shoot us a message through there. It also has our phone number for the office. Um, If you shoot us a message on Facebook and it says, Dr. Lindsay, I'll most likely see it before anyone else, but um, (laughs) myself. We also have that pre-qualification code. I can give that to you. It's like a link. They can just go to it, look at my schedule, pick a date that works for them or for both of them um, if they want to do it with their spouse, which is great. Yeah. And then I also have a Facebook group. It's called Daily Vitality. And it's not necessarily geared towards um, just fertility. We Mm -hmm. have a lot of moms on there or ladies. We talk about recipes you can try, kid activities. Um, We have a whole day dedicated to mom. I call it the mom moment Thursday. And it's just like a reminder, like, hey, you're a person too. Like try this today or remember to like shower. (laughs) So you can reach out to me that way too and follow us there for just some fun things. (laughs) Awesome. Okay, guys, I'm going to get all of that in the show notes. So it's super simple for you to find all of that information. And if you have any questions, you can just reach out. She would be more than happy to connect with you. So let's wrap up with my favorite question. Dr. Lindsay, what is your favorite form of (laughs) self-care? Favorite form of self-care. So since I speak on this, like every Thursday on our group, definitely my favorite form is soaking in the bath. <laughs> Pretty good. I, good I love taking like a bubble bath or getting in the bath with a bath bomb and kind of watching a few episodes of Netflix or reading a book just to have some wind down time from chasing yeah. my two-year-old yeah. or working. But yeah. And through that, I learned that there's not a lot of great bath products out there that are good for you. So be very careful if that is also your favorite form of self-care. Um, I think we have a post, if not, I'll need to make one on our, our group about some better options for that. What's <laughs> your, favorite, what's your favorite bath product? Uh, definitely bath bombs. And I get mine from a lady. Uh, she's actually a chiropractor's wife in town and she sells them, but you can buy them online too. And it's called bombs away bath time, but they're all oh, natural. Yeah. Yeah. And they have like shower melts and like all kinds of different scrubs and stuff, but yeah, they're safe. She makes kid ones. So that's really fun. They usually come like with a little toy in them or something. Yeah. So those are my favorite. Check her out because she's awesome. Perfect. Okay, guys, I'll add that to the show notes as well. Uh, Dr. Lindsay, this has been such a great conversation. Again, one of those conversations that can be more difficult, but yet so important to just really open up and bring awareness and just start that conversation and advocacy. So guys, I hope you have enjoyed listening to Dr. Lindsay as much as I have today. Go check her out. Check out these cool bath bombs. Guys, thanks for listening and have a great day. Thanks for having me.